welcome to the Celeb News Ride Home for Monday, January 6th, 2020. I'm your host, Kate Raft, and wow, oh my god. I don't know about you guys, but I'm so exhausted from last night. What happened last night? Oh, you know, just one of the biggest nights in showbiz. (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about the night Gwyneth Paltrow announced she's doing a Netflix Goop TV show. Oh yeah, and um, I guess also the Golden Globes happened. Today's topics, the Golden Globes happened, Cameron Diaz named her child Radix, and a Ferrari crashed into Lisa Vanderpump's Pump Restaurant. Here's what you missed today in the world of celebrity news. So last night was the annual Golden Globe Awards, and I gotta say, I loved it. I love watching the Golden Globes. I mean, what's not to love? Celebrities are looking great. They're acting very intoxicated, and that is what Hollywood is all about, my friends. So I'm just going to dive into it. Let's talk about the most important headlines coming out of last night's Golden Globes. I mean, number one is obvious. Rita Wilson's hair and makeup person was over an hour and 20 minutes late. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. I want to kind of set a tone here. I'm going to set it, set you into a time and a place, okay? It's the morning of the Golden Globes, and Rita Wilson rolls out of bed. She's so excited, okay? She's glowing. She's a newly minted Greek citizen, and her husband, Tom Hanks, is about to be honored with the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the Golden Globes. But wait, something's not right. What time is it? And why isn't her hair and makeup person here? (gasps) He's nowhere to be found. That's when Rita Wilson whips out her phone and starts firing off some not too happy tweets, okay? The first one was posted and it said, quote, my hair and makeup person is one hour and 20 minutes late. Then exactly eight minutes later, she tweeted, hair and makeup still not here. trying to be zen. She then added a third tweet saying, booked this person in September. Hair and makeup still not here. Then apparently the makeup artist finally did show up. So she posted a selfie of her hair in kind of like a beachy wave. She wrote in an Instagram caption saying, quote, what you look like when your hair and makeup person for the at Golden Globes is one and a half hours late, even though you booked him in September, we'll leave one hour to do hair and makeup, end quote. Wow. Rita's day was totally ruined. I mean, can you imagine the stress of your hair and makeup person being an hour and 28 minutes late to do your hair and makeup? I mean, I can't imagine because I've never been in that position, but it sounds really, really hard. And like, I know there's a lot of bad things happening in the world right now, but like this is something that we all need to feel sad about. Okay, we're, we're here for you, Rita. We are here for you in your hard time. And, and it's not just me who's here for you, okay? A lot of your celebrity friends chimed in on the Instagram post, you know, with solidarity as you struggled through this problem. One such celeb was Julianne Moore, who commented, OMG, I feel you on the post. Emily Hampshire from Schitt's Creek commented saying, OMG, I hate your makeup artist right now. That's so not cool, but you're cool without any of it. So F them. Kate Bosworth chimed in saying, oh, that's the craziest feeling. You look gorgeous anyway, though. Kissy face. Daisy Fuentes commented saying, I can't stand with rude, unprofessional, inconsiderate crap like that. Lucky you're gorgeous and have an epic mane. Hashtag naturally beautiful. 
And you know what? Michelle Pfeiffer was there for Rita as well, commenting with a simple red heart. Rita Wilson wasn't the only Tom Hanks family member to do some weird stuff on social media. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson's white rapper son, Chet Hanks, posted something very odd to his Instagram. You know what? I'm just going to play the audio clip of it for you right here. Just imagine he's filming himself and he's standing on the red carpet for the Golden Globes. I'm just going to present this without comment and then immediately move on because truly I have no words to say about this. It's just very weird. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes. You are saying? Other fun things that happened at the Globes? Well, Pierce Brosnan's gorgeous, tall, wispy, elf-like son was Mr. Golden Globe, so he was on stage, you know, helping ushering the celebs the whole night. Bill Hader and Rachel Bilson made their relationship red carpet official when they walked it down the red carpet together. And guess what? We stand. We love. We love them, right? Another couple that made their red carpet appearance last night was Rooney Mara and Joaquin Phoenix, and I saw them together and I was like, what? Have I just been like living under a rock? How long have how long have Joaquin Phoenix and Rooney Mara been a couple? I mean, shame on me for not knowing that. That's really a that's quite a couple right there. That's quite a couple. I mean, dear God, they've been together since at least 2017. I must have known about this and just like erased it from my brain. Maybe I didn't want it to be true or something. I have no idea, but but now I know and now you know and now we can all just like try to remember going forward that Joaquin Phoenix and Rooney Mara are a couple, okay? And they're not just a couple, they are engaged. They're engaged to be married. Just write that in your celebrity notebook, you know, where you keep all your notes. Another big moment at the award show was Ellen DeGeneres winning the Carol Burnett Award for Achievement in Television. Kate McKinnon introduced her and got emotional about her own coming out and, you know, lesbian representation on television. Tom Hanks, of course, won the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Charlize Theron introduced him. Tom got really choked up when he had to talk about his family in his speech. They sat right in front of him. All his kids were there. It was sweet. It was very sweet. He almost cried. He, like, lost his words when he was talking about how wonderful his wife was. And luckily... She was sitting there looking up at him from the audience and guess what? She had a full face of makeup and her hair was done. So it looks like her story ended on a positive note. Another big takeaway from the award show was that a lot of celebrities brought up the Australia fires. Russell Crowe won his category, but literally couldn't go to accept it because he was on the ground in his home country of Australia fighting those fires. Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag is actually going to donate the auction profits from her suit that she wore to the Australian firefighting effort. Oh, this was a fun moment. Okay, so Ansel Elgort, uh, he came up to introduce one of the awards and he did this. Here are the nominees for Best Original Song! Martin Scorsese was there and he brought his fun young daughter, you know, the one who trolled him by wrapping all his Christmas presents in Marvel wrapping paper. Yeah, we love we love a fun young teen daughter. We love it. We love a trolley daughter. Michelle Williams, of course, showed up with her baby bump and fiance as expected. That's Thomas Kale. In case you forgot, they both have 
kind of some fuzzy timing when it comes to ending their previous relationships and starting this relationship. She also brought best friend Busy Phillips along as her other date, which is great. We love them. They're great. Best friend goals, you know, you know. Oh, yeah. And I have to mention that Jay-Z and Beyonce were there. They showed up in the middle of the ceremony fashionably late. They didn't, you know, present anything or win any awards, but they looked great. She wore these big puffy sleeves, which I guess is one of the big themes of the night fashion wise. And lastly, one of my favorite headlines from last night's show is actress Joey King, I guess, accidentally got hit in the face with Patricia Arquette's Golden Globe. Like the award physically smacked Joey in the forehead. Anyway, Joey Instagrammed the big old bruise on her forehead and said it was a brag. Okay, so those were my biggest moments from last night's show. I'm now going to get into the winners and the losers and the upsets and the snubs. And then we're going to talk some fashion. Okay. It's January 2020, which everyone knows means it's the future, right? Like 2020 is the most future sci-fi-ish year of all time. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people predicted that by now in, in January 2020, we'd be teleporting to work or living on Mars. And a lot of those predictions are actually devastatingly wrong. But the truth is no one can actually predict the future. Not even that psychic in Long Beach that I went to that one time who said I was a nun in a past life. And that's why we need to get life insurance right. That's where Policy Genius can help. Policy Genius makes finding the right life insurance a breeze. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find the best price. You can save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. I went to their site and I've got to say it's gorgeous. It's really easy to figure out. It took me no more than like two minutes to fill out their questionnaire and they don't hound you with phone calls afterwards. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape so you don't have to. So if your science fiction dreams for 2020 still haven't become science fact, don't get discouraged, babe. Get life insurance. It only takes a few minutes to find your best price and apply at policygenius.com. Policy Genius will always get the future wrong. Better get life insurance right. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Now it's time to get into a quick rundown of the winners and losers and surprises and snubs of the Golden Globe Awards. Okay, let's go. Starting with best performance by an actor in a TV series, musical, or comedy, the winner of that one went to Rami Youssef for his Hulu show, Rami. I really liked his speech. He gave a nice speech. The next award for best performance by an actress in a TV, musical, or comedy went to Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. Fleabag also won for best comedy TV show. She actually addressed 
Obama watching her masturbate to his speech in her speech when she accepted the award. I'll play the clip. Here we go. Personally, I'd like to also thank Obama for putting us on his list. Um, and as, uh, as some of you may know, he's always been on mine. Uh, other winners include Brian Cox from Succession. He won uh, Best Actor in a TV Drama. Olivia Coleman for her part in The Crown. She won the Best Actress in a TV Drama. The award for Best Actor in a Limited Series went to Russell Crowe for The Loudest Voice. He wasn't there. He was fighting the fires in Australia. Michelle Williams won for Fosse Verdon. She gave a very emotional speech about pro-choice. Patricia Arquette won for her part in The Act, which she was so good in. I love The Act. So good. Stella Lynn Skarsgård won for his part in Chernobyl. Succession won for Best TV Series for Drama. And like I said before, Fleabag won for Comedy. Best Picture, Musical, or Comedy went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Best Motion Picture Drama went to 1917. Best Motion Picture Foreign Language went to Parasite. Yes, I love Parasite. So good. Best Screenplay went to Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. In his speech, he thanked his pregnant wife who's over in Israel right now. Best Song went to Elton John and Bernie Taupin for their original song they wrote for Rocket Man. And Brad Pitt won for Best Supporting Actor in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And his speech was so good. He said... He wanted to thank his partner in crime, LDC. And everyone was like, who's LDC? And then I think we all put the math together when they cut to Leonardo DiCaprio. I love it. LDC is such a good nickname for Leonardo DiCaprio. Why aren't we all using that? Brad Pitt also said in his speech that he would have shared the raft, like a reference to Titanic. Personally, as a lifelong Titanic stan, we call ourselves Titanics. Um, this might have been my favorite speech of the night. I gotta say, like... I love their friendship, but I love that he made a Titanic reference. Also, he seemed completely stoned out of his mind, allegedly, but like, come on, it's Brad Pitt. Um, Laura Dern won Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Marriage Story. Taron Edgerton won the Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy for his film Rocket Man. Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama for Joker. And the Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama went to Renee Zellweger for Judy. Uh, she was so good in Judy. If you haven't seen Judy, I really recommend it. I mean, it's just like two hours of Renee Zellweger diving into the character of an elder Judy Garland. And when I say elder, I mean 47, but she's a rough 47. Anyway, it's such a good movie. I highly recommend it. And I'm really happy she won. And lastly, Aquafina won for her part in The Farewell, which was a historic win because uh, this is the first time a woman of Asian descent has won a Golden Globe for lead actress in a comedy, which is pretty cool. In summary, the biggest snubs of the night definitely had to be the Irishman going home with no awards. Same with Marriage Story. They only got the Laura Dern supporting award. And also a lot of people are surprised to see 1917 win so big. It also won for Best Director Sam Mendes left with that award. I mean, 1917, who knew? sleeper hit, I guess. I don't know. It, it seems really boring to me. I mean, I've never seen it, but every time I say 1917, I like almost fall asleep. So I guess I'm going to have to see it though. Do you care about my thoughts on the Golden Globes fashion? Oh, 
I bet you do. Obviously, you're not going to be able to see the clothing I'm talking about, but just head over to our Instagram account at Celeb Ride Home for a visual aid for this following segment. First of all, everyone pretty much wore colorful tinted sunglasses. Like, not literally everyone, but it felt like everyone wore tinted sunglasses. So I guess that's the new thing in Hollywood. Maybe maybe because weed's legal in California, everyone just like showed up super baked. I have no idea. J-Lo wore a big bow on her dress. In my opinion, the bow was too big. I thought JoJo Siwa was going to pop out from behind it. Joey King dressed cool, like kind of looking like an optical illusion. Billy Porter showed up dressed like an angelic centaur. Gwyneth Paltrow wore a controversial outfit, which I would describe as a poopy brown see-through weird ruffly thing that most people hate it. Sorry, babe. I love it, though. She looks like she's wearing a weird ruffly bikini and it's like a see-through curtain. And I love it. Okay, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the goop kitchen. My girl Beanie Feldstein looked Beanie fine as hellstein as she gave us some major giant headband vibes. And she just looked overall very fabulous in like a navy ensemble. Lucy Boynton also looked really cool. She had like a hot metallic high fashion ruffly robot thing going on. I did not love Taylor Swift's dress, but I do think she should own her masters. Just wanted to throw that in there. Overall, there was like way too many sequins. I think sequins need to be stopped. Sequins are becoming too powerful. We need to stop the sequins from taking over. Best dressed, in my opinion, was definitely Kate Blanchett because she wore yellow, my favorite color, and she kind of looked like a sexy air conditioner tube. Okay, okay, I know I'm running out of time for this episode, but I could not put out this Monday episode without mentioning Radix. If you don't know who Radix is, you need to get your head screwed on straight because Radix is the hottest new celeb to make their way into Hollywood. That's right. Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden welcomed a baby girl. And guess what they named her? Radix. Like R-A-D-D-I-X. Cameron Diaz posted about the baby's birth saying that she was rad. Anyway, go to Cameron Diaz's Instagram for the full post. I just wanted to get that in there because we we love Radix. We stand Radix. Radix is one of the wildest and maybe most unhinged celebrity baby names I've ever heard, but I'm fully here for it. Radix. This is the year of Radix, everybody. And one more quickie little topic before we call it a Monday. Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant, Pump, had a Ferrari drive right into it over the weekend, destroying a window. And the visual is really, really wild. It's literally exactly what we think. A Ferrari has smashed into the front of Pump. Is this promo for Vanderpump Rules, which does come back tomorrow night? I don't know. Maybe. Is this insurance fraud, which a lot of people on Twitter are saying? I allegedly don't know, but maybe. I mean, her restaurants have a weird pattern of catching on fire all the time. And now her restaurant has had a Ferrari drive right into it. Um, I guess congrats on the, uh, the show making some headlines, right?
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Celeb News Ride Home. I've been your host, Kate Raft. You can follow me. I'm at Kate Raft. And hey, go ahead and follow the show at Celeb Ride Home on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks to Ride Home Media and my co-producer and engineer, Jack Allison. And uh, that's it. That's the show. Thank you all so much for listening and subscribing. Love you. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. Bye.